Welcome, friends. I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for September 23, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 19, verses 23 to 30. Jesus intervenes. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I assure you that it will be very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. In fact, it's easier for a camel to squeeze through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. When his disciples heard this, they were stunned. Then who can be saved? they asked. Jesus looked at them and carefully and said, It's impossible for human beings, but all things are possible for God. Then Peter replied, Look, we've left everything and followed you. What will we have? Jesus said to them, I assure you who have followed me that when everything is made new, when the human one sits on the magnificent throne, you also will sit on twelve thrones overseeing the twelve tribes of Israel. And all who have left houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, children, or farms because of my name will receive one hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Common English Bible We all have a chronic struggle and relapse with some besetting shortcomings, and we compulsively do them even though they harm us. Whether it's an addiction, like alcohol or illicit drugs, or things we don't readily notice as addictive, such as gossip, food, shopping, we need to be weaned off our damaging obsessions. In Holy Scripture, the most pervasive and compulsive vice is the addiction to wealth and money. Everyone has their own unique tussle with money. If our initial knee-jerk reactions to money and money issues is to think of someone else, well, I don't have as much money as so-and-so, or that person really has a problem with this, then this is what we call denial. Truth be told, all of us offer some disclaimer about how our trust is not in paychecks, bank accounts, and material stuff. For me, money buys books, of which my voracious appetite is never satisfied. Even people who truly have little money and scant resources can have an addiction to money. They think about money and wish for it to an unhealthy degree, as if wealth is the thing that will make them happy. Folks in denial rarely have any idea how much they harm others, themselves, and even God. In fact, the consistent witness of the early church fathers is that the sheer accumulation of stuff is the same as stealing from the poor. Sometimes because of denial, people need an intervention and to be jolted back to their senses. Intervention is a gift. Someone cares enough to intervene. Yet many interventions don't work because the person can walk away and refuse to change. Jesus performed an intervention with a rich young man, literally a 20-something. The young man was obsessed with wealth and money, but didn't see it. He thought of himself as godly and spiritual. It's really a sad story because the rich man walked away unchanged by his encounter with Jesus. He failed to see himself as desperately needing to change, 
he held to his denial. Jesus exposed the rich young man's divided loyalties of trying to serve both God and money. He would have to choose between the two masters. And this is our choice as well. God wants an undivided heart and loyal allegiance. Jesus is looking for those who are poor in spirit and recognize their great need for God rather than believing they are okay and just need to add a little Jesus to their lives. God wants spiritual beggars who understand their desperate situation and do not practice denial by sugarcoating their actual spiritual state. Just like an addict who either cannot or will not give up the addiction, the rich young man would not give up his disordered love for money and possessions. So Jesus intervened. Christ doesn't ask everybody to do exactly as he called the rich young man to do. For example, Jesus asked neither the wealthy Zacchaeus to do it, nor the disciple Peter to sell his fishing business. However, Jesus does ask all of us to do what seems impossible and let God meet our needs. Christ had the original come-to-Jesus meeting with his disciples in debriefing about his conversation with the rich man. If it is so impossible and so difficult for a rich person to be saved because his wealth gets in the way, who then can be saved, the disciples wondered. We cannot save or redeem ourselves. We need grace. We need help. So serious is Jesus about this business of genuine discipleship, about what is, it really takes to follow God, that he repeated himself using a colorful illustration. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus wants us, who have lots of stuff, bank accounts and money, to see ourselves in the illustration. <clears throat> Only the discouraged, the hopeless, and the helpless will see their absolute need for grace and will seek the miracle of salvation Jesus offers. Peter always the big mouthpiece for the disciples, blurts out that they have left everything to follow Jesus. So what then will there be for the disciples? What's in it for me? We may avoid the idol of money, only to find ourselves with the idol of pride. 20th century theologian Reinhold Niebuhr once said that a person had to achieve a great deal of good to be able to commit the sin of pride. Yet grace always has the last word. Jesus gives grace and assures us of reward even when we are stinkers by asking prideful questions. John Calvin once said, The promise of a hundredfold recompense does not seem to square with experience. Usually those who, for the testimony of Christ, are deprived of parents or children and other relatives or their marriage partners or have lost all their money do not recover, but struggle out of their life in lonely and deserted exile and in poverty. But I reply that if anyone rightly assesses God's grace, by which he alleviates the miseries of his children, he will confess that it is to be preferred to all the riches of this world. The first step in facing any harmful compulsion is to be honest about it, without telling our story in a way that makes us look surprisingly good so that others are pleased with us. Life is about following Jesus. To follow Jesus, we must not be in denial. Perhaps the best way to express our faith 
is to tell someone about our obsessions to compulsively work in order to feel better and pad our savings, or that we are afraid to charitably give because we worry about the future, or that we love to buy things we don't really need so that we'll feel better. An honest awareness of our compulsions sometimes causes us to feel awful about ourselves. We may disparage ourselves for always screwing up, never saying no to others or feeling unable to stop the anxiety. Yet grace abundantly overwhelms any and all addictions, shortcomings, and pride when it comes to money or anything else. God has unlimited patience with people. Jesus never tires of inviting us to follow him. God's love and acceptance is not based on our screw-ups, but on Christ's forgiveness through the cross. Allow the words of Jesus to sink deep into your life so that you ooze the grace of God in your life. Camels cannot pass through the needle's eye by means of dieting, positive thoughts, or luck. It happens not because the camel can squeeze through the narrowness of the needle's eye, but because there is a wideness in God's mercy. God's grace will pull you through. Unlike the rich young man, once you hear and understand that piece of delightful news, you do not walk away sad, but with boundless joy. O oh God of wisdom, help me in the mess of my finances, in my fear of taking charge of the resources entrusted to my care, in my preference for ignorance over honest acknowledgement of the ways I use and fail to use my wealth, in my anxiety over debt, and in all the pressures of my financial life. Help me to take one step at a time toward honoring you through my use of money and honoring others from whom I buy and borrow. Make me humble to seek counsel, grateful for my abundance, prudent with my limited means, and patient with myself as I seek to be a better steward of all you have given me. Amen.